Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. ESPN's 30 for 30. Whether you uh, like the subject matter or not, you get sucked into watching them. Like I explained before, I've watched uh, so many about basketball and things that I was never really that interested in. They're all done very well. Ezra Edelman is a guy who makes uh, those, and he's got a new ESPN documentary called OJ, Made in America, and we welcome Ezra to the show right now. How are you, sir? Good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, by the way, I, I just want to tell you, and I'm sure you've seen the, the reviews, but people are calling this the best thing that ESPN has ever done. Okay. Well, that's not for me to judge, but it's nice to hear. Yeah, I was going to say, you certainly got to be got to be proud of that. Wait, we have a terrible connection. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I mean, we have a horrible connection. I'm hearing. All right, let's get let's get right to it. Let me ask what what is what more can be said? Just when you think you've seen it all from OJ, including this uh, reenactment show that they did on the, uh, the FX. FX. What what? Uh, where does this start off and end for OJ? Uh, well, it's pretty. It's a pretty all encompassing look at OJ. Goes through his whole life. So, whereas the FX series just delved into the trial. This goes all the way back to O.J.'s growing up in um, Potrero Hill in San Francisco, and it carries him all the way to today, where he's in when he's in, he's imprisoned in Nevada. So it's it's the whole shebang. How much access did you have to O.J. now? Now, uh, absolutely none. Oh, so you have to basically go on. Uh, sorry to dis- sorry to disappoint you. Uh, no, I don't care. I, I uh, you have to go on. Uh, file footage of OJ, and what do you get to find out any information? We spoke to a guy who claimed to be like a prison cellmate and was had a whole bunch of information about OJ. Do you get to talk to any of those people? No, then you have more information about what's going on with OJ inside the jail than I do. Mm-hmm. So no, I didn't speak to any. I didn't speak to anybody inside the prison. Yeah, and so well, I, so the, basically, you don't really care because it's not. A, it's not a focus on that. It's a, it's a it's a life of OJ as a whole from the beginning to the end. Well, it's it's both a story about OJ, but it's also a story about the city of Los Angeles and really a deep dive into the relationship between the LAPD and the black community and trying to explain sort of that history and everything that led up to why the trial played out the way it did and why people were so invested in it the way they were and why people reacted to the verdict the way they did. That's sort of really what the film's about. It's It's... You know, there's three hours of the film before you even get to the murders in 1994. When when you set out to make this, did you realize that this was going to be as long as it was, or did it become something where, as a director, you're like, I gotta, I gotta keep all this stuff in? It started as something that was going to be five hours for TV, um, which would be somewhere around four hours and 15 minutes, and it just ballooned through the process of working to the current running time or the final running time, which is almost seven hours and 45 minutes long. What was the most uh, surprising thing that you found out in the thing? I don't even mean about the murders. I mean, what was it? what is it about the, the experiences and the information that you got that, that you think is going to blow people's mind the most? Oh, again, I can't speak to what people will be, you know, surprised by. I don't know if there's any one thing that surprised me. I mean, I was uh, certainly... Um, 
surprised by how um, open and honest so many people were with me, especially people who had not talked about this for the last 20 years. And so, in general, that's what I was I was both surprised by but pleased by. Well, uh, like who, if you don't mind, because it seems to me, and obviously you talk to way more people than I know, but uh, it seemed to me like so many people hoard themselves on this thing, from Cato Kalin uh, all the way down, uh, that anybody associated with OJ ended up, like like nobody talks to Al Cowlings, do they? Uh, no one, well, Al Cowlings doesn't talk to anybody. I think that's more, everyone would love to talk to Al Cowlings. Um, I did not talk to Al Cowlings, and I'm not talking about Cato Kalin, who I did not interview for the film. Um, I'm more talking about members of the prosecution, people like Marsha Clark and Gil Garcetti, um, certain jurors, um, certain childhood friends of OJ, people like that. Yeah. Uh, what, what, is there something about OJ and B. Arthur in this thing together? Uh, there's just one little clip. That's it. Wait, what, like in the in the middle of part two. What is that? What is that from? I just love that when you when you go back and see a documentary and you remember because in the in the eighties and seventies they'd cross over anything. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe Namath was on the Brady Bunch. You know, those say what is, did he stop by the Golden Girls one day? No, no, no. It was it was some sort of variety show that uh, I don't even know if it was something that she actually hosted, but it was some variety show from the early '80s that she was hosting, and, and OJ was on the show doing magic tricks in a tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he was. Uh, this is Ezra Edelman. He is the director of the ESPN documentary OJ Made in America. It premieres Saturday at nine o'clock. Uh, the entire series you'll see on ESPN from the 14th to the 18th. And uh, I'm very much looking forward to this at a time where I thought I could, would not be interested in anything else uh, surrounding O.J. Simpson. But by all accounts, this is going to be the most interesting look at his life and the end of his life. Uh, is he, is he in, do you know now, uh, do you feel like now he is in any sort of suicidal state? Because we hear that every once in a while. I have honestly, I, I am the last person. I don't know what is going on with OJ, and I would certainly not venture to guess what's going on with OJ psychologically after being in prison for seven years um, or eight years. I mean, he's up for parole next year, so my guess is he's not suicidal. He doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who's suicidal. So. Yeah, we we hear so many different uh, supposed accounts of what's going on with him. Yeah, I heard in, the other day that he was ready to admit that he did it. Right. You know, you just never know whenever you're hearing that well, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that but that that came from a guy who's in our film, who's at our premiere, who hasn't seen him in 20 years. So. Oh, really? Yeah, Ron Chip. Yeah. Right. Who's the guy we had in the studio, yeah, Rob? We we had a guy Ezra in the studio that was Norman Pardo. No, do you talk to Norman at all? Do you know who he is? Norm, 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 Norm's in the film, and and we yeah, Norm's in the film. And what is your take on Norm? He's a character. He's a char- he, <laughs> that he's a character. Norm almost had me believing that OJ was innocent for a second. Well, maybe OJ is innocent. What do you think? Well, it doesn't matter what I think. It does to me. <laughs> Uh, well, sorry to disappoint you. I don't even think you're sorry to disappoint me. To be honest with you, Ezra. I don't think you care at all. Uh, that might be true. Uh. I know. I mean, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, what I think about OJ's guilt or innocence truly is the last thing I want to do is offer opinions about something I would take away from what the film's really about, and it's not that. That question is totally incidental to me doing this. Well, I think that's what makes this uh, interesting. I think we're about sick of seeing uh, is OJ guilty. I think America's already made up their mind, and nobody cares. But the idea that there is a a, a beginning, a an in depth look at what went down in L.A. 
uh, in the beginning and, and some of the uh, subsequential uh, things that happen afterwards is what's going to make this so interesting. And, and I know you don't seem to care, but everybody seems to think that this is a fantastic uh, documentary. So uh, I'm looking forward to checking it out, and I appreciate you being on the show. Thanks so much, Mike. All right, pal. Take it easy. There you go. Ezra Edelman. I have never talked to anybody who's less interested yeah. in promoting Project the event that they have. Yeah. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I actually like the guy. I, I thought he was great, but he just doesn't care.